the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Woods and Water, South Carolina. Hope you're having a great day. You know, for those of you who are complaining about the, the rain, and you, <laughs> I have a lot of friends in Charleston who are thinking they're living like in Southeast Asia somewhere. You know, it just rained down there forever, especially out of my fishing guide buddies. You know, they're like, another day in the rain, another day in the rain. You know, my granddad used to say the fish don't care. <laughs> they're already wet. So... <laughs> If you're a fishing guide, you're complaining about being wet, you know, it's okay. But, you know, if you're, if you've, if you've had enough of the rain, then move to California. You know, it's, man, they've got it bad out there. That is just unreal. Um, you know, it's a dry climate anyway. And when those fires get going, they just, they just go. So, you know, be thankful for whatever weather we've got. And uh, because there's always worse weather somewhere else. <laughs> that's, that's my picking on people only time today thing. So um, I have to do this. And just like I had to do birthdays last week, uh, I have a boy. <laughs> he's about 6'4". Uh, I'd say he's somewhere around 230, 40 pounds. He's a big fella. Uh, if you don't know about my family, I have two daughters. My oldest daughter is 21, Jordan, and, uh, they're engaged. So big, big news around the Mets household these days. It's, uh, it's kind of funny in a, in a really weird sense of, you know, a weird way because I have, I'm excited, but it's like Monday was just another day. Yeah, they got engaged Sunday. Took her up to jumping off rock above Lake Joe Cassie. Beautiful weather. Um, but you know, Monday this week is just, yeah, we've already started down the, the wedding stuff. You know, we have to have an engagement party and, and you know, they're already starting at dates and photographers and all that, which is, you know, I re- vaguely remember that stuff when I got married. I'm getting a real refresher course now, but, um, like I said, Mondays, you know, I'm, I'm excited and all, but it's no different Tuesday to different. I, I thought it would be a lot different. I thought, Oh my goodness, you know, we're having a wedding. My daughter's getting married and, and maybe that'll hit me later on. But you, you know, the, the part that I think plays into this that makes Monday just another day is both of them are ready. I couldn't ask for a better guy. I mean, you know, as a, as a dad, if any, if any of you read the Facebook post on my, on my page, everybody was, you made me cry. I mean, Jordan said, thanks for making me cry, dad, and all that. But it's true. You know, if, if, I don't know how many other daddy's dad, uh, girls' dads do this, but you know, from day one, I, I remember when she was born, drew that first breath because I was standing right there. Um, you know, you start praying for a husband, uh, a man who will, you know, who's out there somewhere, hopefully already and, how he's being raised and, and how they're going to meet and, 
the two of them finding each other. It's all God's plan. I mean, it's all there. You just, it, 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 for me, it was just a matter of praying about it. And I think I prayed from day one. And uh, it's, <laughs> I handed it to him. He came to me and asked me if he could date her a year and a half ago. Uh, he came to me a week or so ago and asked me if he could marry her. And I looked at him. I said, you sure you want to get involved? You sure you want to do this? I mean, <laughs> giving him one last chance to back out, I guess. Um, and he goes, yeah, I think so. I said, well, then I'm fine. I mean, her mom and I are fine with it. We have no reservations. I mean, he is a great guy. Um, you know, somebody will protect her, you know, catch her when she stumbles. You know, just the whole thing that, that I've, Debbie and I have done our own 26 years now. That's, that's where they're starting. They're just a great couple. And, um, I did tell him, I said, uh, however, if you do anything to hurt her, I'll put you on the ground. <laughs> that's just understood. That's just what I do. You know, I, I protect my girls and, and, uh, but I have no doubts that, that that's going to be a great, a great marriage and uh, just really excited. So big changes around my household. Uh, I have a boy finally. Yeah. He hunts. In fact, he's probably a better deer hunter than I am, which is pretty bad. Um, probably owns more guns than I do. Um, he's taller and bigger than I do. I remember when he was a kid, he's throwing around the pool because I've known him since he was like seven. We, our families have grown up together and, and they know each other real well. So it's, hey, it's just like an add another, another family. You know, it's just another connection and it's going to be fun. So congratulations to, to, uh, Daniel and Jordan. Um, Looks like uh, May of next year, I may be out for a Saturday or two. But that'll be all right because I got great people to come in and sit in for me. In fact, let's see, two weeks from today, yeah, because next week I'm going to be live from Hot Springs, Arkansas at the FLW Cup. And then I believe on the 18th, I think Geddes Brandon is coming in. Uh, you know, Geddes and I have had a long history together since this show started in 2014. He used to be with the anglers at University of South Carolina fishing team. Uh, has uh, graduated, moved on. Now he works for Bass. Um doing a lot of their digital stuff, a lot of photographs at tournaments, and his role there is growing. So he's going to come in and take over the show the Saturday because I'll be in, hopefully that Saturday the 18th, I'll be in Fairbanks, Alaska. And I'll try to call in. You know, if I have a good enough signal, I may call in and give him a hard time or or tell you how things are in Alaska and how the fishing is and and really good. But uh, so, yeah, so that's the next two weeks. Today's show, we're going to have a few things on the calendar uh, and I've got, uh, we're going to talk about Paddle South Carolina. Uh, Katie's coming in and we're going to sit here and we're talking about Paddle SC, which is a great website for all you kayakers, uh, canoers. You know, it's, it's, it's just a, a way that you can get out on the water. It's a really good website and, uh, we're going to have a good time talking about that. Funny, you know, talking about Jordan getting married and getting older and all that. A friend of mine, um, called me from Lexington, Kentucky the other day. And he and I went to high school together. We're still good friends with Kevin Davis. We go trout fishing every once in a while, though we've gotten really busy here lately. We haven't done much of it. But uh, he texted me from, he said, I am so ticked off. I said, what's wrong? He goes, well, I went in to Taco Bell to get lunch. And I was looking at my receipt. <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> He's looking at his receipt. And he and I are the same age. I mean, our birthdays are like three months apart. And... <laughs> He goes, okay, I got this order. He goes, what's this senior discount down here? <laughs> so he got a senior discount without even asking for it. The girl just gave it to him. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess that's where we are in life, where we're now getting complimentary senior discounts. Uh, <laughs> that was just funny. He was all upset. I said, yeah, well, 
Hey, Kevin's hair turned gray like when we were 25. He's been gray ever since. But uh, that was funny. So, you know, a little, little humor in the day. Uh, never hurt anybody. Uh, let's see. A few things on the, well, yeah, I got, I got enough time to do this. All right, let's see. Let me find it here. Well, maybe I don't. Goodness gracious, live time flies when you're wasting time like this. Um, oh, let me give you, I tell you what, let me give you an update on Dr. Grant Woods. And, uh, and then we'll get to the calendar in a later segment. Uh, if you don't know, Dr. Grant Woods, Growing Deer TV, uh, our, our friendship started in 1988, right up here at what used to be the Western Sizzlin across from Kmart. When, uh, Quality Deer Management Association started, you know, Grant was doing his, his work down at Clemson. And, uh, in 92, he had a kidney transplant and it lasted 26 years. But, um, he, uh, he had to have it replaced and his daughter was a match. And so Raleigh Woods gave her dad, Grant Woods, a kidney and they're doing great. I talked to Grant, uh, Wednesday, I guess I, well, I was emailing him. Um, uh, Raleigh should have gone home Thursday and she goes to college really soon. And Grant said he was going to, have to stay at the Mayo Clinic for a couple of days while they monitored his, his uh, new kidney. And adjusted the medications, but he said his kidney functions were better now than they were in high school. So great news, prayer, another prayer answered thing. Uh, looking forward to having Grant. Grant and I are going to do a, a a good show on chronic wasting disease. And um, his uh, he he told me elk uh, uh, Saturday last Saturday morning when he was up walking was the start for his elk hunt coming up in September. So hang on through the break. Going to talk paddle SC and a lot of other things on Woods and Water, South Carolina. Back to Woods and Water, South Carolina. Got some great bumper music, don't I? Always have. Gotta, I gotta work on it though. I gotta update my bumper music. I say that about every month, but it's just, I enjoy listening to it. So why bother with something that's good? As you can tell, I've never left like 1986, music-wise. My kids keep trying to get me in the country music scene. And hey, let's see. Justin Moore, I think, is doing a free concert at the FLW Cup next week in Hot Springs, Arkansas. It'll be like the second time I've seen him. So, in my whole life, I've seen Boston like three times and a couple other groups and the Doobie Brothers and, you know, the Eagles and some of that. But I think over the last four years, thanks to FLW, I've been to four different country music concerts. I think I had uh, Rodney Atkins one time, Justin Moore. Oh, I knew I was going to forget the other guy. And it was a good one. I think he says, I think he's the one that sings Dust on My Boots. I don't know. Anyway, my kids are country music people, so... We kind of clash on music there. But, oh, okay, all right, enough of that, enough rambling. As promised, Go Paddle SC, or Paddle SC as they like to refer to it over at State Forever. But I'm joined by Katie Hoddle. Katie, thank you for coming in and spending a little time with Woods and Water South Carolina. Thank you so much for having me today. Thank you. It's been on my radar for like a year and a half. Paddle SC, I mean, it's a whole website designed for, hey, kayakers, uh, canoers, I guess stand up paddle boarders. Yep, that's included too. Okay, all right. So, so you people that are really, you know, 
Yeah, I, I couldn't get up on a stand-up paddleboard. She paid me. <laughs> I'm sorry. You see those fails? Have you ever seen those fails with people trying to stand on a stand-up paddleboard? Yes, I think that's me. That's me, too. <laughs> so, good. We have something else in common. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, for you, too, it's, uh, it's Paddle the Palmetto State. I mean, a lot of people out there, look, a canoe, uh, a basic canoe, is a lot more affordable than a boat. Yes, I would agree. And and although you can spend $2,500 for a kayak and you can put all sorts of stuff, I saw a kayak at ICAST, there was a $460 live oil system for a kayak. I mean, you can almost put as much into a kayak as you can into a small boat. But they're still a lot cheaper than something with a motor on it. And you get into a lot more inaccessible places to most of us. Would you agree? Yes, especially in the upstate area. A lot of people don't know where to go or what rivers are even around us. So that's one of the great things about this website. Yeah. So it, this is for you guys. And, and people who th- are thinking about buying a kayak, you know, maybe for Christmas or maybe in the fall. Because fall's time. Hey, that's the time to get out there and go. You got the cooler weather. You got the leaves. The you know Normally, you don't have to put up the storms like what we've had this week. But... um. I appreciate Katie coming in, and we're gonna we're gonna spend a lot of time talking about Paddle SC because there's a lot of information here. First of all, the website. Or, no, first of all, <laughs> tell us about yourself. Well, my name is Katie Hoddle. I am the GIS coordinator over at Upstate Forever, and Upstate Forever is a nonprofit conservation organization. And our mission is to protect the critical lands, waters, and the unique character of the Upstate of South Carolina. And the Upstate, uh, as we define it, is the ten county upstate area of the state so if you're looking at a map it's kind of like the upper tip of the state and uh, we have three major program areas we have land conservation land planning and policy and clean water and i work for the clean water program and we work a lot with utility providers municipalities and landowners to preserve critical watershed lands and promote the best practices for clean water but we also do a good deal of work with recreation and we have done that worked with recreation as a part of our reconnecting people to rivers initiative and paddle sc was kind of one of the main points of that initiative and that is a interactive statewide paddling map that connects paddlers of all skill levels so beginner intermediate advanced to over 2500 miles of waterways in south carolina that's a lot of miles yeah (laughs) especially when you do it one stroke at a time yes (laughs) I've done, let's see, I think one time at, uh, gosh, was it after tax season, maybe one time my brother and I paddled from Devil's Fork to the Thompson River across Lake Jocassee and back. Oh, wow. Which was kind of interesting coming back because you know how Lake Jocassee gets in the afternoon with the wind. Yes. That was kind of an interesting one. Um, we've done the uh, 99 Islands from Gaffney. Oh, that's a great one. Down to uh, Worth Mountain. Mm-hmm. Which on I, the broad. On the broad. We eat smallmouth fish. Great smallmouth fishery through there. Yes. Um the first, the first, I think it was nine miles total. I think what we did. The first seven, gorgeous rocks. You know, lots of riffles. Even had some rat, small, small rat, <laughs> small rat. You know, like one or two feet that you could just kind of slide through or whatever. Um, but boy, those last that last mile and a half, the broad gets wide and deep. And yes. No current. It can be a little, little lake like it sometimes. <laughs> and, and of course, that was like at two o'clock in the afternoon. When you're done, in, you're in ready Ju- to go in July. <laughs> So we had a great morning paddling, fishing all morning long. You had to get like 2 o'clock when you're really starting to steam. Now you have to paddle. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes those river rapids can be a little scary, but when you hit two or three miles of flat water, you look forward to it. Oh, you do. <laughs> push you along it a little push bit. push you along. It's <laughs> helped me out here. Uh, I've been on the broad down around the um, 
Highway 72 bridge down at Turkey Creek Landing mm-hmm. down there. Uh, trying to think if there's anything else. I've been in a, a manually powered boating thing. Um, I think a lot of people think of the broad when they think of rivers in the upstate, but um, there's so many more. Oh, yes. In addition to the beautiful lakes that we have around here, there's so many more river recreation opportunities that people don't know about. And yep. that's one of the main reasons we wanted to do something like this is there's so much in the state that people don't get to see and they don't know how to get there or how to get down the river safely. We're going to fix that today. Absolutely. If you listen to the show right now, you're going to know how to get out on on rivers in South Carolina, not just in the upstate, but all over the place. Across the state. Across the state, because this does cover the state. All right, gopaddlesc.com. This website, if it doesn't have the information you need, you really don't need the information. <laughs> but it, it's a, it's it's presented by Upstate Forever, the South Carolina Natural Resources Department, uh, Heritage Quarter, the Rainey Foundation out of Anderson, South Carolina, and, uh, you know, Paddle the Paddle Estate, connecting paddlers of all skill levels to over 2,500 miles of scenic waterways and detailed trips. And it's got a little button that says Start Exploring. Tell us, this is a, this is an in-depth website. I it mean, is. When, when you go to any one of these, and we're going to talk about them in a few minutes, to any one of these, you are going to have a description of the paddle, whether it's what skill level it is, how long it is, um, the water where you're on, the put-in, the takeout points. It's going to give you if it's uh it, it gives you the current water levels, the minimums needed to float, um, whether it's got rapids on it. If you're in a coastal environment, it's going to give you the tide chart for the day and a link where you can get tide charts for several days. And if you're wanting to plan it a month or two out, that you'll have to figure out on your own. Um, it's pretty. It's it's really a good website. It's and a it, lot it of information. Took a long time to do. I yes, understand. it did. Yes. Um, so we started this website, uh, I guess it was a little over a year ago now, and it was developed primarily with the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources and the South Carolina National Heritage Corridor. Those are our two main partners, and we were um, funded a lot by the Rainey Foundation and a lot of other really great sponsors and partners. Um, but we developed the website to provide all of the information you need to plan a paddling outing on the South Carolina waters. And it's got some really great features that you just listed. And the main feature is the interactive map that helps you explore blue ways that fit your needs. Yeah, when you click the Start Exploring, which is like the first button there on this thing, and my computer's going to be slow here, pops up with a map of South Carolina, and there's probably... How many, how many would you say? 40? 50? Something around there. Yeah. And there's, there's two major ways to search. So you can search by waterway or by trips. Okay. And if you're searching by waterway, you're going to find a detailed list of everything on that river. So, for example, the Saluda River has all of the trips that you would find on that waterway, um, all the details that you would need. And then you can go into the more detailed page for each trip page. Yeah, I mean, it, here's just a short list. The first, if you type search by waterway, you're looking at Ace Basin, Ashley River, Beaufort and Hilton Head Coastal, Barry Shoals Pond, Biggin Creek, Black River, Broad River, Cape Remain, Santee Delta, and Winya Bay Coastal, Catawba, Cedar Creek, Charleston area, Tatuga River, Chaga River, Chicken Creek, Cumbahee River, and that's just A, B, and C. So you, it, there's a lot of water here for you to cover. And, um, and like I said, we're going to get to a couple of them here in a second. And we're going to do one that's like an upstate. Yes. With the flat water, what an we're saying. Upstate trip and a coastal trip. And a coastal trip. Be aware, the coastal trip, you need to 
you need to consider the tides because you don't want to go out against the tide. You don't want to come in against the tide because I promise you that's probably a one-way trip. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to call somebody to come pick you up from somewhere. Um, But um, so you get into here, you discover, and you can actually just click on a – you hover over. There's the Saluda River Central. Uh, You come down here. There's the Pocato. I can't can't say that river name. Lake Marion. (laughs) That one's easier. Yeah, Cumbahee River. Uh, you know, the Edisto, Beaufort. So you can actually go to the little, there's the Tiger River right here in Spartanburg County. Um, and you can, so we're going to go. We actually came up, okay, explore waterways. We did this Upper Saluda River. There's, there's not just one on the Upper Saluda. No, there's quite a few trips yeah. on the Upper Saluda. Um, a lot of them I have paddled and they're all great. Uh, one of my favorite ones is Beecham Road to Souls Harbor, which is in Lake Greenwood. Okay. And this is a little far down away from Greenville. It's um, right below where Shoals is where it starts, but it is a gorgeous little section. Uh, you hardly see any people when you're on that section. It's pretty wide. It's very flat water and beginner friendly, and it's just a really unique section of the river. So when you go in, it... You go into the trip, and we got a couple minutes here. It's hard to know how far to go with this thing. <laughs> I can uh, talk for an hour about this page. Yeah. Let's stop now. Let's. I tell you what. Let's let's look at the resources page because there's a couple things on here that that you know water safety. Yes. When you're out there canoeing, kayaking, they make special life vests for kayakers. They do. The active upper upper body um, flotation devices. So. And it's always important because you're really close to the water. Yes. That you wear a, a PFD the whole time you're out there. We always encourage that. Absolutely. You never know what you're going to encounter. That's exactly right. So so water safety. Be paddle smart. Know before you go. So this that's where the website comes in. You're gonna know exactly where you're going, the flow rates, everything think, like that. I think this is one of the most useful resources on the website because it tells you a little bit more about how to understand the trip pages. Okay. Um, so it's going to show you exactly what skill levels mean and how you can rate yourself against what you think you can do ability-wise. Okay. And it's going to give you all the information that you need to know about flow rating. So anything that has to do with the flow of water, um, if it's high enough or low enough to paddle, it's going to give you all that information. And with that, I think we're going to hang on. we got a break here at the bottom of the hour. We're going to come back. Talk about the two trips. Talk a little more about the water safety part of it. And you've even got a groups and club where you can meet up and find other paddlers. Absolutely. Great stuff. All right, Katie. Hang on through the break. Back on the other side with more Woods and Water South Carolina. Welcome back to Woods and Water, South Carolina. All right, Katie, who sings that song? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel old today, Phoebe. I won't tell you what year I was born. No, please don't. <laughs> well, just for future reference, it's, it's Lou Graham on lead vocals and the group's Foreigner. I feel like I'm going to get in trouble for not knowing that. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Only if you ever come back on here, we'll play the same bumper music. I ask you the same questions. 
I really appreciate Katie coming in. This is her first radio interview, she says. Yes, it is. And she's doing a great job. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. It's, it's just a conversation. It's just a conversation. Everybody out there, you're not seeing everybody that's listening. <laughs> you could be talking into a black hole. It's just you and me. Um, we were, we were, we were going into one of the trips and we backed off because of time to the water safety. We were talking about wearing your life jackets and all that. And you were talking about skill and flow, uh, flow rates. And that's a little, that's a little icon you can click here right in the middle, right below, know before you go, skill and flow ratings. Talk a little bit about that. So this is how you can easily identify on any trip page what the skill level is needed to complete that trip. And it's color-coded for um, your ease. And so, for example, the easy rating is green, green. and it is considered little or no paddling experience is necessary. So that's going to okay. be your flat water trips, something okay. without any major rapids. Uh, if you hit any rapids, they would be very small and easy to get around. Okay. Uh, moderate is some paddling experience is suggested for a comfortable trip. Difficult, you should probably have some pretty good experience with paddling. And advanced okay. is, you know, the crazy yeah. people that go down that's, falls. That's the falls those down Green in, River people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Green, the Green. If you've ever been up, I trout fish the Green River a good bit. Uh, in fact, if you go north of um, Fish Top Falls Access, that's Scenic River up through there. That is, it's yes. beautiful up through there. It's gorgeous. Huge boulders. Well, when uh, when the Tuxedo Hydro plant is generating water, that's when the kayakers come out. I, oh, no. Uh-uh. Some of those places they drop off up through there. I mean, it's like 8, 10 feet straight now. Oh, yeah. I'm much more comfortable with the easy and moderate trips yes. myself. Yeah. So, the, okay, for people out there, look for the green and the blues. Yes. Okay? The yellows and the reds, you know, it's just like a stoplight. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if I want to go through that intersection or not. And the red, no, you want to stop. You don't want to go there. Um, so a good, a real good resource here just to tell you how to judge yourself, like Katie said. Um, water flow rating scale. So Same this page. this is tied directly to the USGS water gauges. Okay. And so for each uh, trip, there is a water gauge that's tied to it and a recommended flow level. And when you click on that trip page, it pulls that data real time and tells you whether or not the river level is within the recommended range for paddling. So it will tell you if it's runnable, which means water levels are good for paddling, or if it's above or below, which can be unsafe for paddlers. You know, I'm sitting here thinking, what a great resource for guys like me who like to go smallmouth fishing. Mm Mm-hmm. Or down below Columbia when you're, the spring stripers are running through there or the, the brown, the trout fishery down below Lake Murray Dam. I mean, it, I'm, mm, okay. We've seen a lot of overlap between paddling and fishing and we do have, uh, some fishing information on the website as well. It's certainly not as detailed as sure. something like DNR would have on their website, but we do link to their website. Okay. Very nice. All right. So great, great little diversion there because it would, we want to get the trips in and get them in in totality. So, um, back to the to the Lake Watery or the the Upper Saluda River, one of your favorite ones. And we started talking about this a little bit. Beecham Road to Souls Harbor on Lake Greenwood. Take us through that one. So this trip, as I said earlier, begins right below the town of Ware Shoals, and it is pretty secluded throughout the majority of the trip. I mean, you pass a few houses here and there, but for the most part, it's just really forested and secluded it's really nice um it's very quiet you get away from the rush of the big city (laughs) 
But on this trip, it's extremely flat water, so you're not really going to hit any rapids. Uh, it's got clear, wide channels, and at the very end of the trip, you are spit out into the mouth of Lake Greenwood. Yeah. And it's just so pretty. It's very easy to do. Uh, it's pretty easy to get to. The accesses are really well done okay. and easy to find. Um, These accesses, who provides the access? Is this a state thing or a, a natural resources? Is it, who who provides the access points? I think that varies from river to river okay. and from section of river to section of river. Okay. Uh, accesses are so diverse. Okay. Some of them are provided by county or state recreation <clears throat> departments. Some are provided by local community foundations. Some, uh, like the Souls Harbor access at the end of this trip is provided by Lake Greenwood. Okay. It's an official okay. Lake Greenwood access. All right. So it, it really varies from river to river. Nice. So... Six six point eight miles, three and a half to six hours. I guess that's based on how fast you want to cover it. Yes, that especially depending on how flat the water is that day. If there's no <laughs> flow at all, you're you're using your upper arms a lot. Gotcha. Um, wow, but there's there there is your there's your green skill level, flow level, length, duration. No portaging involved in this one. No, uh, gives you access, and you can even pull up a map of everything. Uh, on the right-hand side of the page is your flow levels. Print this page. That's a nice one. So you can print off your trip before you go, which is always important because you want to know, you want to have a map with you. Yes, you do. You want to know exactly where you're going. Uh, and you really want to let someone else know where you're going to. It's just like a float, uh, what they call a float plan. Yep. Trip plans. Trip plan. Yep. Yeah. You want to leave with somebody so they know and tell them, Hey, I'm putting in here, taking out here. This is what time I'm going. Because if for some reason accident happened, you want somebody to know where to find Yes, you do. Uh, but this page is really great because it shows you any pictures um, that we have uploaded. And you can actually sign in or create an account with Paddle SC and upload your own pictures or your comments on okay. your experience on the river. So it, it's a pretty unique resource. And and you're not going to sell everybody's email accounts? <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> okay. I just had to get that in there because a lot of people, you know, it gives historical data for the last few days. Um, current is nine sixty one. Minimum is eight hundred. Max is four thousand. So you're you're over minimum. Probably a probably a pretty good level to be out there. Yeah, I think so. Got Looks a little good. bit of flow with you to help you get down the river. So this we'll say today, if you're going on this trip today or tomorrow, you're probably looking at a maybe a four and a half hour trip. Yes. Yeah. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. We'll say that anyway. So this is just one of them. This is a this is an upstate flatwater paddle. Yes. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, we won't even bother to go to those Green River people. In there. And those, you know, I think they have a death wish, really. Um, coastal. The coastal trips are going to be pretty similar uh, to the ones you would find across the rest of the state. The only difference is the tidal charts. Okay. So instead of the USGS gauges that show you the current flow level, it's pulling information from the tidal charts that tells you the high and low tide and any information that you might need to figure out when the best time to take that trip would be. Let me ask you this, because in tidal environments, there's always some adjustments to be done as far as when a high tide happens here. Is this adjusted for specific? I mean, when we go to the Ashley River uh, Heritage Trail, is this adjusted for the Ashley River, or do people need to know to add or detract time? I mean, it, it appears like, it's right on. It's right on. Usually, tides, 
Usually, the station is Bacon Bridge Ashton River, mm-hmm. so it is pretty specific. If there if there is any specific information that someone would need to know for that trail, then that's going to be listed in the trip details. Okay. So we've got a lot of really great project partners that give us information about all of these trips. And, uh, you know, I have not personally paddled this section, so I wouldn't know what okay. to expect. So I'm a user just like anyone else would be for this. But if there's anything that you would need to know about that trip, it's going to be in that trip detail section. So here we go. Ashley River Heritage Trail. Easy skill level again. Three miles, two to four, no portage, no rapids. Uh, and this is pretty cool. Paddle through history. And this this is where that detail that I was talking about earlier is so because when you drop down into the trip details, you're going to get a lot of archaeology and historical content on this, which is really cool. Tell us about this one. So I'm not sure who put this one on the website, um, but I know that our coastal partners have been really great about providing as much detailed information as possible and Historically, in South Carolina, there's been a lot of really good information about constructed trails like this one, and it might be in a few different locations. So what I think this website does a really great job of is pulling information from all the different websites and putting it into one place so it's easy to find. You're going to get a little history of Charleston, plantations, phosphate mining, transportation. Uh, They say in this one you're going to go buy a couple of wrecks, shipwrecks which yes. is pretty cool. Um, man, I've been on the Ashley, the Ashley on those upper parts, and it's – I don't see anything listed here about alligators. <laughs> that and might I, be intentional. And I, <laughs> I know there are alligators at the Ashley River. I was kind of scared <laughs> to bring it up because of wildlife. It, and this is one of those places. You know, every show I end, don't forget the camera. Look, it doesn't have to be a $5,000 DSLR. It, your phone is a good enough camera for a lot of this stuff, but take pictures. Because in this one, I know in the upstate, when you're going to see, depending on the time of the year, you may see some deer, you may see some beavers, um, and there's birds all over the place. Uh, in season, you probably have some waterfowl around on some of these things. Low country, there is such a diverse amount of wildlife anytime you're around water, because water is kind of the hub for this. You're going to have uh, well, egrets, herons, uh Wood ducks, you know, ospreys are real evident along the coastal areas and all. Um, but if you have a chance to come up on an alligator, just paddle Say right on Say hi and move him. on. That's exactly right. Use common sense, people. You know, wildlife is out there. Give it a wide berth, and it'll give you a wide berth in return. Um, it says here shipwrecks are visible at low tide. This is one where you need to plan the trip around the tides. Absolutely. So you're looking to... Start the trip probably on an outgoing tide. Yes. And with a six-hour tide cycle in South Carolina, you should be able to finish it in one tide cycle. I would hope so. Yeah, because you, <laughs> like I said, the tide starts rolling in. I don't think you can – on a six-foot tide cycle, you're, that tide's probably coming in at three or four miles per hour. I don't. That's not – I don't know the conversion. But that's going to be like a standstill. That's more upper body strength than I have. That's exactly right. That's that's like you got to overcome the tide and then make progress. So be careful when you're doing that one uh, on the coastal ones. Watch those tides. Plan accordingly. Uh, and it's just like current in a river. You want the tide to help you with the trip. Yes, you do. Not fight against you. I was One time I was, I think I was in, um, I was behind South Padre Island, Texas. And I was in a kayak and the wind and the tide were against me. 
And it's like I could look over at the bank because I was saying, and I wasn't moving. I was paddling. Trust me, I was paddling. I was not moving. I was looking at the same spot on the bank until the wind died a little bit. Then I'd make a little bit of a move and the wind come up and I just, you know, paddle, but I just stay there. So keep that in mind when you're doing this sort of stuff. I've had similar experiences on lakes in the upstate. You know, once that, <laughs> once that wind starts blowing, you can't go anywhere. No. Find a bank and hug it. Yes. <laughs> the that's only time that's you're why make. I like rivers so much. They give you a little bit of something to help. <laughs> Very good. Um, the website, gopaddlesc.com. Anything else we need to cover on this one that we haven't already that you think people need to know? Oh, oh, we talked about we talked about groups and clubs and all. Yes. So the groups and clubs page will show you all of the clubs that are in your area and um it's got links on there too so that you can click on them and find paddling groups that are in your in your area that you can join these groups i i imagine they're like hiking groups they'll schedule a group paddle yes mm-hmm. on a certain trail and all mm-hmm. that's pretty cool so you've got upstate pd coastal and low country when you know the low country man they've got the paddle they have a there. lot of uh groups down in that area a lot of clubs but the Outfitters and Camping page um, also has some great information. So if you don't have a boat and you don't really want to invest the money, okay. this page gives you a lot of the outfitters in the area that you could rent a boat from or you. that could take you out on a guided trip. Which is kind of the introductory thing. Yes. A lot of people want to, I want to do this once to see if I can do it. So you can find this. I know right here in, uh, right here in the upstate we've got um, Sunrise Adventures. That's yeah. Run, we work with them a, a lot. They run a great rental on what thirty dollars on a canoe for a day or something like that. I think that. it's something like that. Yeah. And uh and and that's the introduction. You can do it yourself or find somebody that'll take you. And before you invest, I don't know, five hundred to two thousand dollars on your own setup, you yep. can find out if you like it or not. Yep, I've done a, a guided stand up paddle boarding trip down in the coastal area around Charleston and I now know that I will not be investing money in a stand up <laughs> paddle board. <laughs> Another thing we have in common. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not much for uh, for that kind of exercise. It's very fun, but it was difficult. I, I Probably as a kid, teenager, 20-year-old, <laughs> maybe. Not at this age. No, I, I pass over Shim Creek every once in a while, and I look down at those paddle boarders down there, and I'm like, oh, to be in that good of shape. <laughs> or to have that kind of balance again. That's the big thing. The balance was the biggest issue. <laughs> And if you want to find out more about Upstate Forever, Paddle SC, the sponsors and partners that put this together, there's an about us. And you can even contact if you got questions. I'm sure you can contact Paddle SC and they'll, y'all will do your best at answering questions. Yep. All of those emails come directly to my inbox, so I see them all. So you will be the person. I will. Don't flood her email. <laughs> I'd like to have her back on. And if y'all mess up, I might never get her back. So, uh, well, that's PaddleSC.com. Katie, thank you very much for coming in. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. You did a great job. Thank you so much. I do agree. Welcome back to Woods and Water, South Carolina. I want to thank Katie Hoddle for coming in and talking about Paddle SC. I think she did a great job. What do y'all think? Huh? First time radio interview. Yeah. She did a great job. 
look forward to uh, having her back on in the future and uh, get out there and paddle. You know, it's it's you're in nature, uh, you're getting some exercise, you're away from the all the rush and all of daily life, and it's uh, it is an escape. That's exactly right. It's an escape. And and one thing I'm going to tell you: when you get out in nature, try to be quiet. I mean, I know when you go with a bunch of friends and and family, you want to talk and stuff like that. But but seriously, when you're out there, sometimes just be quiet and listen. It's amazing the things you hear. It's amazing the same things you see when you're quiet because they don't know you're around. And uh, try it sometime. It's it's uh, it's a great thing. Uh, I want to get to the calendar of events right quick. Brought to you by Visit Anderson and Green Pond Landing and Event Center. Uh, the Wildlife Food Plot Project registration deadline is coming up. Every year, the South Carolina 4-H sponsors a what uh, amounts to a uh, backyard habitat project. And it runs from September to January. It's a hands-on and environmental education program and an independent study project that allows youth ages 5 to 18 an opportunity to establish, maintain, and observe a wildlife food plot. Youth learn concepts of wildlife, wildlife conservation, plant identification, habitat management, and habitat opportunity to put that knowledge into practice uh, it's 18 bucks uh you get a record book and seed for approximately one eighth of an acre prizes awarded and um let's see i think the deadline is august the 10th so got a, a week or so to get in and, and do this this is always a fun thing to do I, I helped out a good bit when i lived over in chester with uh, that area of the state and uh, it was fun to watch those kids get involved on august the 11th the dedication of the Iron Bridge at Glendale. This is uh, part of the Glendale Outdoor Leadership Program. They're, uh, at Glendale Shoals are going to dedicate the new bridge. Uh, ribbon cuttings for the newly restored Iron Bridge at Glendale. Glendale is an incredible outdoor space for hiking, picnics, kayaking, cycling, and enjoying nature. Uh, this bridge is a centerpiece of Glendale's revitalization. That's just on the other side of Spartanburg if you're interested in that. Or goals. Uh, setgoals.com is their website or setgoals.org. S-E-T-G-O-L-S. I'll look it up. Uh, the Department of Natural Resources is sponsoring a free youth wing shooting clinic. You know, it's uh, dove season just around the corner now. Uh, what, four weeks out? Uh, August the 14th, 8.30 until 2 p.m. in Greenwood, South Carolina. Come and learn all the basics of bird hunting at, a hands, at our hands-on clinic for youth ages 10 to 17. It's limited to 25 participants, so you need to get in touch as soon as you can through the DNR website or contact Mary Anna at Mason M at DNR.SC.gov. Again, that's Mason M at DNR.SC.gov for a free DNR youth shooting clinic. I think that's all I got for this. Oh, well, there's, there's news. Let's put it that way. There's news. Uh, hey, uh, deer tags, they have been mailed or being mailed to South Carolina deer hunters. Deer tags for the 2018 season are in mailboxes now. I have mine. You should be getting yours if you are in the system from last year. They're automatic. Um, don't inquire about them until after August the 3rd. So I guess if you haven't got them now, uh, you might can try to find out why. Uh, but like I said, if you're active in the system with a hunting license or you had a big game permit, combination sportsman's license, uh, that's valid through August 15th, you should automatically get your tags. They are again at no cost. Remember, every deer 
harvested in the field must be tagged at the point you recover the deer. Don't move it in the field and tag it in your truck. They can get you between those two points if it's not tagged. Um, let's see. I'm not going to get into a lot of that. There is some, hey, there's some pretty good news for youth hunters in South Carolina. And I was going to wait and cover this later on, but we've been asking for it for a couple of years, maybe longer now. And we have it. There are new youth deer hunt days on private land. And they are in game zone one, September 29th. Antler deer only, limit one. In game zone two, September the 8th, antler deer only, limit one. Game zone three, August the 11th, antler deer only, limit one. And game zone four, August the 11th, antler deer only, limit one. Uh, uh, last year, youth days are normally in January. Uh, the temperature last year on youth day, I think, was like 18 degrees. It's hard to get a youth excited about going deer hunting when it's 18 degrees out there and the deer have been, you know, hunted all year long. They're skittish. You know, you know what it's like to hunt late in the season. This is great news for our youth. Um, I'll get into more details. We're going to do a detail uh, show on regulations and all for the new year. But that is some great news for youth deer hunting in South Carolina. Now you have days at the beginning of the season, and this is not for adults to abuse now. This is for youth only. We have we have enough opportunity to hunt. This is for the youth hunters of our state. Um, oh, got a couple more pieces of news here, and, uh, and it'll be over for another week. Uh, got to congratulate the Burns High Rebels junior team of Mitchell Robinson and Mason Ritz. They finished seventh in the uh, Mossy Oak High School Championships this week up in Tennessee. And also kudos go out to the 27th place team of Joseph Fegley and Wilson Ravenscroft from North Augusta Fishing Team, two South Carolina teams that qualified for the high school nat or the junior high school nationals and uh, did really well. The the high school groups are fishing right now, and uh, we got another team with a Robinson in it um, that uh, is fishing in it. And if you're keeping up with bass, you know they postponed the uh, tournament that was supposed to be up on the Chesapeake Bay. Because of flooding, it had the rains up there. They had a lot of debris in the water. Uh, Geddes was up there and said it was just awful running a boat around in it because there were trees below the surface. And so they postponed it for safety reasons and they released a press release this week said they will not reschedule that tournament. Um, and before you go, well, why not? Well, they have a, evidently have a, a governing body of like 11 anglers on an advisory board and they surveyed all 107 elites. And, uh, I guess a majority said, you know, we can't do it because of conditions, and uh, they couldn't get it set up back with the host city. So, short one event this year on the bass side. Thanks to Katie for coming on. Get out there. Go paddle, SC. you got a great resource. Take advantage of it. As always, make time to get out there. Take the back roads when you can. Don't forget to get the camera. I'll be live from Hot Springs, Arkansas next Saturday. Have a great week. Three stars.
Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.